Hello, 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 hello. This is episode number 66 with Truth Be Told Podcast. I'm your host, Britt. Today, y'all, we got a good one. I got my girl, Akita, in the building with Chronicles of a Virgo Podcast. How you doing, boo-boo? I'm doing good. How are you? (laughs) I am fearfully and wonderfully blessed. You hear me, girl? Okay, sis. I got through a long, draining training. So mm-hmm. I am just very energetic tonight, y'all. Sorry, I'm going to give it to you because this week has been crazy. I'm just thankful that it is Friday after 5 p.m. Because after I get off with you, I'm probably going to go get me a little drink just okay. so I can just calm down. <laughs> What you gotta do? It's the weekend. Yes, and enjoy my day. But I did want to, before we get into the title, y'all, this is, like I said, this is episode number 66. Um, The title today is called Accountability. And we definitely have some topics that we want to talk about today, y'all. Before we get into the topic, if you're new to the channel, please like, share, and subscribe to both of our channels. She's going to come on here. She's going to let us know what she got going with her podcast. She's about to start a new season. So I'm excited for her to tell you guys, yep, I put you on blast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, y'all. So let me go ahead and give you the mic, boo. Let us know how your name. Give us some things that you got going on. And let us know why you started that podcast. Okay. Well, first and foremost, thank you for inviting me onto your platform. You know, I am a a fan of yours and your podcast. So I love the work that you do over here. So thank you for the opportunity. But yes, my name is Shakita. I am the host of Chronicles of a Virgo podcast. Um, My podcast can be found here on YouTube, um, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, But yeah, so I started my podcast, Chronicles of a Virgo. A lot of people think that it has a lot to do with like energy and tire work and stuff. And it doesn't, even though we dabble into, into those type of conversations, but it's more of a safe space for just people that have dealt with um, different um, experiences in their life. Um, I started it after I had my, I was going through like a very bad, like depression patch. And it started initially off as a blog. My blog is called Chronicles of a Virgo. Um, I started that after my last suicide attempt um, as a way to just like cope. My life was, was chronicles, so I'm like, I'm a Virgo. I go through a lot of chronicles. Let's put this in writing. I love to write. And that's where I started the blog and then started the podcast actually a year ago. So, yeah, that's where we at. And I just bring people on that have dealt with different things in their life, different experiences that have turned their pain into their purpose. Um, we have mental health conversations, different um, healing conversations. So, yes, my new season is starting soon. <laughs> um, so if you guys tap in with me, you will find out. See, Brittany was going. If I if Brittany knew the date, she would put me out there. I sure would have, y'all. <laughs> but this is what I love about the podcast world. Let me just say I'm a fan of you as well. I watch your podcast. I watch I, I pay attention to your channel. Um, we have the same type of genre as Anybody knows it's room for all of us. Um, mm-hmm. I love how we bring our authentic self to the table, to the podcast. So I want to commend you on everything that you're doing. Keep going. 
Um, I think it that's what sometimes we're afraid of is where we start because it's humble beginnings. You know, I was really big on that with this podcast. I kept saying, gosh, I don't have everything. I still don't have everything, but it's me. It's me bringing you me. And the more I do it, the more loose I get. So that's why y'all get silly me sometimes or what I got going Yes, like I'm just like, because my sister and my brother, they was getting on me. They was like, you being corporate, Brittany. And I was like, I am not. And they was like, yes, you are. You need to come and break it down, break it down. So I think the more that I have guests on and, and people pay attention, because I feel like mental health is something that we neglect sometimes. Uh, I do think that a lot of people now are starting to be more in tune to what's going on in their head. Because if you ain't right in your head, ain't nothing else going to be right. You know? Yeah, nothing else going to be right. And I really do feel like this is something that it's a lifestyle. It's something that you have to work on every day. You have to get up and you have to affirm it's going to be okay. Y'all see this shirt? It says, I've got I was looking at that. I like that. I was looking at that. (laughs) Yes, I've got greatness in me. All of us have greatness in me. You know, I mean, in greatness in us. And so whenever you get up about your day, I just wanted to give y'all a little bit of encouragement before we started this um, show tonight to let (laughs) y'all know to keep going um, don't give up. It's the end of the year. This is the fourth quarter. Y'all don't need to be sitting on y'all butt talking about what you're going to be doing in 2024. You need to go ahead and start getting ready for it right now. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I just no, that's to good encouragement. So, what was you going to say, Boo? I was saying just to add, not only is it like nearing to the, you know, in, end of the year, but like the holiday times is when a lot of people start to pick up like their anxiety and their depression, you know. A lot of people these last few years have lost a lot of family members and just loved ones in general. So having platforms like yours, mine, and other people that we've met during this podcasting journey, these conversations help, you know, because there's always a safe space, even though the internet can be what it can be sometimes, right? As we've seen these last few weeks and beyond, it can also be a safe space for many people to heal and just find their tribe, you know? Yes, I'm glad you said that because... These times are very hard for me. Um, I lost my grandmother. I say it all the time in 2020. So whenever, yeah, whenever the holidays come around and thank you, but whenever the holidays come around, they are all I'm thinking about my family. You know, we don't really have that anymore. So now it's like, okay, I have to create new memories and mom's still on the East coast. I'm from North Carolina. So she act like I'm just supposed to get up and jump and come to her. I'm like, you start coming to me. Like, okay. Because <laughs> I'm not bending. I'm not bending this year. Like, I'm still in training. I don't have no more PTO. So, I really don't have no wiggle room. So, yeah. I'm staying home. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. I got to get. Girl, I ain't worried about my mama. She'll be okay. If she don't come, <laughs> then I love her. I'll see her when I like me and my mama is oil and water girl oil and vinegar i don't even know because she drive me crazy but anyway <laughs> so let's talk about <laughs> this topic boo boo before we dive into what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks i need you to tell the audience when we talk about holding yourself accountable accountability what does that mean to you so it's going to trigger some people because you know how I think, you know, I, I try to think outside the box. But I, when I have these discussions, I think about 
of course myself right because i want to always present myself as the most authentic form so i didn't even really learn what to what it meant to be authentic until a few years ago right because you to me well accountable you can't be accountable and have a victim mindset at the same time and if you're a person that lives in a victim mindset for a long time it takes a lot to tear down those those walls and those burdens and realize like okay maybe i am the causation of some of the things that are going on in my life maybe i'm the causation of some of the relationships that failed in my life maybe i am a problem you know and a lot of people don't like to look themselves in the mirror because when you look it's just you and you who else can you blame right right oh i like that girl that right <laughs> there just sent some chills down my damn fine because i'm sitting up here like i've had that talk i've had that one-on-one -on -one. i've looked myself in the mirror and it's a lot of stuff that i don't like when i see but what i realize is that that's my fault or that's something that i have to fix it's nothing to beat yourself down about it's not to oh my gosh go into a depression a depression state or a spiral out of control mm -hmm. It's really just to hold yourself accountable in everything you do. When you said relationships, we're going to go back to relationships. But, I mean, relationships, how Friendships. you... Mm -hmm. Give us some more examples besides relationships when you say holding yourself accountable. So it's like in, in every area of your life, whether it's like relationships with um, a significant other, a family member, work relationships, accountability should be at the top right yes. i don't hold other people accountable over myself mm -hmm. right because i only can control what i do yes i may worry about what other people do but what they do is what they do and what also inflicts more harm to me is having people in my life that are going to enable my behaviors so i don't want that you know i'm i can't be responsible for your actions but i can be responsible for who i have around me and you right. want people around you that's going to hold you accountable for your your stuff you know what i'm saying right. and i think a lot of times people and let me just be let me be clear i don't want nobody to get this wrong when i say being accountable for like the relationships and things in your life that doesn't mean like all the negative stuff right you may have been the causation for some things but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was your fault right you know they're, like, they're two there are two different things. And when you meet yourself in that grounding period where it's just you and you there, you may realize like I'm a effed up individual because that was mm -hmm. me. But I've mm -hmm. also learned what it means to give myself grace. You don't know what you don't know. When you know better, you do better. Now, if you know better and you still to not and you still choose to not do better, then that's a whole nother story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you went back and you you know, actually explained it to the audience because let's be clear, me and um, Chiquita, we're not trying to downplay any domestic violence, anything mm -hmm. of that nature. Um, depression is real. Um, mm -hmm. Anything that you're going through that you can't help that's put you in a state of you need more help besides what you can offer. That's a real thing. So we definitely want to make sure that we're not offending anybody when we're talking about that. Mm -hmm. We're talking about once what you said. When you know better, you do better. 
So let's piggyback on, we was talking about relationships. I love how you said in every aspect of your life, you hold yourself accountable. Um, one thing that has been in the blogs and has been on the news a lot is about us women. What is wrong with us entitled? First of all, <laughs> entitlement. Entitlement is the word for me. I should have named this. I was struggling with the name, boo. I kept saying, what <laughs> am I going to name this show? Because it's so much that I want to talk about. Like, I really think that social media got us messed up. I really <laughs> think that women, and I don't want to say just black women, but I'm going to say black women. I'm going to say all women because, but I see mostly us. I see mm -hmm. mostly us. And I might be wrong. It might be other ethnicities that act this way too, but I can hold myself accountable because I know who I am and what I have going on. But I say entitlement because of these stories that we're about to talk about. So I know y'all done heard about the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I know y'all done heard about it. This lady with the Cheesecake Factory going out with this guy and he's of a different ethnicity. I don't want to say what he is because I don't know. That might be the ignorance in me. So he's not black, he's not white, but he's of a different ethnicity. And she went out with him. This is their first date. From what I read, because I once I started reading it, I, I felt disgusted. Because I said to myself, I was like, this, she she's representing me. She's representing a part of me because I'm a black woman. Why mm -hmm. are we thinking like this? So, okay, I'm a... I'm going to continue with the story. So, because <laughs> I'm just like, girl, when I read it, I was just like, what is this? So, anyway, mm -hmm. so they're on their first date, y'all. Um, he goes and picks her up. Now, please correct me, boo, if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. they, he goes to pick her up. And to my knowledge, she was late. He had reservations for a nice restaurant. Not a chain restaurant. Not mm -hmm. an Applebee's, not a, a cheesecake factory, which ain't nothing wrong with them to me, honey. Food is food. No, I can get me some dessert on the go. Like, what? So, what are we saying? Girl, <laughs> girl. so she she was late. And y'all know if you go into a nice restaurant, you get a grace period. But after that, that's it. You mm -hmm. lose your reservation. And if you've had to put a deposit down, you probably lose the deposit, too. And so he lost that reservation. So he was still trying to make up for the dinner. So he probably was nervous and mm -hmm. nervous. And then so what he did was he took her to the Cheesecake Factory. So when he got to the Cheesecake Factory, instead of her having a regular conversation with him of how she felt about the locations they went to, she decides to do what everybody else likes to do for attention is get on. Oh, no. And I don't know if she was she live, boo. I think she just re she recorded it and then she posted the video. Yes. So but she wouldn't get out the car, remember? Okay, yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, so she was in the video. I mean, she was in the car, she posted the video, but she was really downgrading this man and talking about how she felt about him coming to this restaurant. Mm -hmm. Now, once she got on the live and said what she said. I'm, I'm going to let you talk a little bit as far as how you feel about how, when you read this story and how she downgraded this man. Like, okay, so she started talking about, I can't believe I'm at the Cheesecake Factory rubbing her hair, doing all this, look at me, look at me. She looked regular. Like, I mean, what, what was it about, look at you, that you can't go to the Cheesecake Factory looking the way you look? Yeah. And then she's like, He's trying to explain to her why he took her there. 
And then she tried to piggyback once his ass was ready to toot and boot her ass and take her home. Mm-hmm. That's the short version of it. <laughs> yeah. So like when I oh my god, when I first seen it, like stuff like that makes me so annoyed with the internet. Because personally, I don't believe everything should be used for content. Like right. that's just me. And right. I also feel like she did that looking for another response. She looked, I feel like she posted that video thinking she was going to get a certain response from women and it backfired, right? Mm-hmm. The things that she did wrong, because I don't know if you, you know, but they were just on a podcast, them together. Oh, no, no. I, the I, juice you had to tell me. I have to, I have to find the clip again and send it to you because that didn't go viral like the whole initial video, but they okay. actually were on a podcast. And what he explained was, first date, I go pick her up. She won't let me in her apartment, which I... I understand, right? right? Right. But you also had this man waiting an hour in the car. She said, "Well, work ran over." Well, did you communicate that with him? Right. You didn't, because I'm pretty sure he could have probably tried to rebook the reservation or say, "Well, like, hey, we missed our reservation. Is there somewhere else you want to go?" Woo, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. None of that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm watching this video, and she's like. You know, oh, and I mean, listen, I'm all for like black women have any person having confidence in themselves, but right. not at the benefit of belittling another person. Exactly. And that's what exactly. she was doing. And yeah. I commend him for holding his, like, he was grounded in conversation with her the whole time. He was very respectful. Like, even looking at the camera, like, are you recording us right now? Like, okay. And he just maintained that that authenticity, right? And mm-hmm. I used that word about him because when they were on the podcast, he was the same exact way. Mm-hmm. And she said that she she wants to be courted. And I think <laughs> that is a stigma that the internet gives to a lot of people, right? Yes. Everyone needs to be courted. Like, I think everyone deserves to be treated well. I think, and this is my personal thing, I think there's a person out there for all of us, right? Yes. But the extent of, again, belittling another person to get what you want, mm-hmm. that's not right. Because if it was someone else that didn't have their screw screwed on tight, you would have got a different reaction from that man. You definitely would have got a different reaction. I'm glad that he was grounded enough to not go off on you for acting the way you would. It was very ignorant to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know where the entitlement comes from because our ancestors gave us what we have a lot of people used to say i'm not my ancestors and that used to drive me crazy but we are our ancestors they are the ones that went through everything they went through for us to have what we have now so when you act the way you do like oh i'm just supposed to sit at home twiddle my thumbs i'm not supposed to work now we can go down a we can go down this road and we could talk about this a little bit as far as standards. Um, mm-hmm. That's a different thing. It's like you said, it's different when you have standards and you want certain things and you require certain things from a man. I get all of that. Like if you don't want to deal with a man who work at Burger King, don't deal with the man who work at Burger King, but don't belittle the man that works mm-hmm. at Burger King. You know, see that reminds me of that whole conversation with Ebony K. Williams and uh, Ayana Van Zandt about dating a bus driver, right? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, 
it's preference. If you prefer a person that's going to take you on these type of dates, or if you prefer to go to upscale restaurants and be in the best of the best, that's okay. That's that okay. is your preference. However, right. to have the expectation that every person is going to be able to to do that, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's realistic. No, you know? it's not. It's, that's it's where social realistic. media comes in. I really think social media has people in this fantasy world. Like in a, oh like we're supposed like it's supposed to be you had I, I do because I have met so many people, so many people with a lot of followers. I mean they have a lot of followers, and then when you meet them in real life, and you like girl, like, <laughs> <laughs> like you are not the person you are a representative. Exactly, girl. Exactly. I met this guy one time, and I would never say his name. But I met him, I got my hair done, and he he was really he was popping real big on the internet. And then when I met him, he stayed with his grandma. So I, I wasn't saying that to I'm not trying to downgrade him, but I'm just saying like the as far as with social media, social media has this influence that women are and, and I might be wrong. You can tell me if I'm wrong. I really do feel like sometimes we think that we are just supposed to sit on our ass and not do nothing. And a man, and if that's your preference, that's your preference. And if that man allows you to sit on your ass and not mm-hmm. do nothing, then that's fine too. But then where's your standards at? And where is like your morals and your, and your you know, everything that you were taught as a person growing up, how to treat somebody. I really mm-hmm. think that's what it all boils down to. And that's why it drove me crazy. Cause I'm like, Okay, it's okay to not want this. It's okay to like this or don't like this. But then, like you said, we'll go back around to it again. But when you start treating a man like he don't have feelings or treating a man like he's just supposed to take you out to the nicest restaurant, spend a band on you, and girl, can you spend a band on him? Because I think it works both ways sometimes, too. Because a lot of these women out here, boo, they be wanting you to spend all this money, but then you ain't got no money to spend. Like you can't even pay your bills, girl. I'll go down a rabbit hole. You hear me? No, no, I, I I'm with you, and I think it's a lot of like it's a lot of mindset too, right? Yes. I think a lot of women, including myself, at times have this mentality that I am a single. I'm single, so I'm a single black independent woman. So I don't need anybody to come in my life and think. You need to do things because I'm going right. to do it myself because I was already doing it. But right. then on a, on the flip side, when you do get somebody that's willing to do those things, you want more. Yeah. You know, like there has to be some type of balance. Right. And that that's where me and my friends, like we always have these discussions about like the feminine, the feminine energy and the masculine energy. And what is it going to take for us to be in our feminine energy or, you know, the, like the Internet says, your soft season. Things have to happen organically. Like you can't just force someone to do all those things. Now, if you have to force a person to do something, maybe it's just not the right fit. You want, you know. And that's not me saying like you can't have what you want. You can't go to these restaurants and these voluptuous trips because trust me, there are people out here that will spend that money and don't want nothing in return. Trust me. Right. You know. You're just looking in the wrong places or you're trying to turn the wrong person into what you want them to be and that's why things i believe fail a lot of the times no i love that and you and i think like you said it all starts in your mind it's 
what what are you looking for and what type of guy are you looking for and how are you holding yourself accountable that woman at that restaurant she so in the interview let me ask you this in the new interview did she hold herself accountable did she even apologize so she actually put out a video um before the interview right and i i couldn't get through it as much because she talked like this like it was just so <laughs> she dragged everything out in it and the main points that i took from it and the summaries that i took watching other people is her feelings was butt hurt because mm -hmm. oh my gosh how could all these people get on the internet talking about me all y'all black women talking about me and whatever and i don't necessarily and she was mad that people was talking about like her image and how she looked, but that's also the energy. And I'm not saying that it was right for all the comments on about her, how she looked, but that's the energy you put out. You got that right back, you know? Mm -hmm. I And then she, the only piece of accountability that I will say that she took was from reading some of the comments, I'll take some things in considerations about my delivery. Right. That's it. Not saying like, well, yeah, I think I was wrong because for him, he said he's had a hard time with dating people. Like, and because the guy, the guy, the, the guy that interviewed him was like, I'm pretty sure your DMs are going off. People wanting to take you out or see you. He's like, no, like it's no. the same. Like, you know, and it's probably worse because of her. Right. <laughs> like, like, just imagine, like, you meet this person. I don't, like, I didn't watch the whole, I didn't watch the whole interview. I just watched the clips. I don't know how they met. But like, you meet this person, something within her made you attracted to her made you want to get to know her take her to this hot this upscale high price restaurant initially right mm -hmm. and then you meet her in person like you said but you know you meet that guy and then who is this where is the representative <laughs> like what is going on <laughs> like and then from listening the guy asked them like well have you ever been on a date and they were like not yet so that means he's probably willing to even give her another try Oh, wow. Even after all of that, it's probably the hype now because, okay, the internet and, but, but like you said, he hasn't, he hasn't had a lot of luck with, you know, having a date and having that and going out and being courted. And I get what she was saying as, as far as being courted. Cause we talked about this at work. I mean, we really had like a strong conversation about it. And everybody was having their own opinion. And some of the girls was like, girl, I don't like Cheesecake Factory either. And I kept saying, I was like, y'all missing the damn point. Like, <laughs> y'all missing the point. It ain't about, it was the delivery. It's about how you hold your account. It's about how you hold yourself accountable with everything you do in life, y'all. How you show up to work. <laughs> how you go to the club and i didn't never really understand this boo until my like i got older and my yeah. mama used to get on me all the time about like i used to dress really like mm -hmm. my everything was showing yeah. everything was yeah. tight you mm -hmm. know she was like you don't always have to be tight you like know? Um, you know right right <laughs> and i had to learn i was like okay so i started realizing okay it's all about your brand. We talk about that at work. Like they're really big about your brand, your brand, your brand. And I think your brand has to show in every, like you said, every aspect of your life, holding yourself accountable. Now with that girl with the cheesecake factory, did you see the other one where the girl went to, yes. she went to an That's oyster bar? That was in Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they was only supposed to go out for drinks. 
This mm-hmm. helpful done order like kept ordering, kept on ordering, kept on ordering. Forty eight, forty eight oysters. <laughs> now that I don't eat oysters. I don't eat I, like I don't know how you're supposed to order them or how they how they come served. But like what got me is you got forty eight. That's a lot in my mind. Then you got crab cakes and like drinks. Like, right. You, that was a lot. And like you said, it was just supposed to be for drinks. And then you're mad because dude got up and left. Well, he came on the internet. <laughs> he had he had to come forward because you don't put this video out. Yeah, you trying to blast him. him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I felt like his standpoint in the video, he was very respectful to her. Like it was literally like under a minute. He was like, "Yeah, it wasn't supposed to go down like that. We were just supposed to meet up for drinks." The reason I didn't say anything because everybody was like, "Well, why didn't he say anything?" He said because she had her flash on the whole time. The flash was on, and he's like, he knew that one wrong thing that she would have took wrong, she would have blew everything up. I'm saying, and everybody I mean, wants their moment. Everybody yeah. wants for a moment, and, and that- she admitted that she only wanted to go to the spot to do content. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> and it's a way to do stuff, like you said. Everything doesn't have to be documented. Our whole life is, like you said, holding yourself accountable for every little thing you're doing. But everything doesn't have to be shown, you know, because that's when all the backlash, like that girl from the Cheesecake Factory, now she's going through it because she thought we was going to be on her side because we black and we women <laughs> and all that. No, you made us look bad. You, cause you made yourself look bad. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to separate myself, but in an extent, like we, we have to separate ourselves because- People people do take one situation because I mean I've seen comments on on the internet or whatever. People do take one situation. Oh, this is what we talking about. Black women. This is how this is how y'all act. No, it may be how unfortunately some of some black women act or just women in general because black women ain't the only ones doing stuff like that. No, we're not. They're just not recording and putting it online, right? right? I hear stories all the time, but unfortunately they do group us together. Just yeah, like black men, they group us together. So what you see one person do, unfortunately, it carries a reputation for all of us. And that's not how it really is. You know, it's not fair. <laughs> I love how you're educating the audience and letting them know, like, the stigmas that are placed on us as black women. It's not true. All of us are not like that. Like, and, and I love how you letting us know what it means to hold yourself accountable for every little thing that you have going on in your life. For someone who is struggling in that department, actually looking at their self in the mirror and telling themselves, damn, I'm fucked up. Damn, I'm messed up in the head. What advice could you give them as far as just as a starting starting point to start holding their self accountable? Um, Be intentional. Like I, that's because that's what I had to learn. Mm -hmm. I had to learn what it meant to be intentional because yes, I was living my best life. Like I was in the streets, like partying, hanging out, had no, I had no care in the world. Like you could never tell me that I ever was the causation or problem for anything that happened. And it didn't help that I had people in my life that if I told them something, not to say I lied, but I could just tell them what happened. They're like, man, wait, yeah, let's go. They were ready to go. No one ever held me accountable. So I didn't know how to hold myself accountable. And until some things happened in my life and i went to therapy i'm always saying go to therapy if you need it like it's not a bad tool like it definitely helps yeah. and i have a very good therapist 
I became more intentional with every single aspect of my life. Anybody connected to me will tell you from me waking up in the morning to what I'm going to wear to my routine. I'm intentional because even if I do step outside of that and I do something outside of routine or whatever, it's okay because I know I'm not going to regret it later. Right. Mm -hmm. But when you live with intention, for one, it helps you find your purpose. What, what, what is, what am I here for? You know, what am I supposed to be doing? And then when you're intentional in all, all, all the spaces in your life, you can be intentional in your relationships in any dynamic that you fall into, whether it's work or family, a significant other, you know, it helps for me, help build my self-worth. You know, I know what I'm, I know what I deserve. I know what I don't deserve. I know how to create boundaries, you know, and I know how to talk to people. <laughs> evil, you know. So again, it goes back to what we said in the what I said in the beginning, right? And what you elaborated on is taking accountability does not mean you're faulting yourself for things that happen in your life, but you could just be taking accountability for the part that you played in it, you know. That's what it's about. That's a grown-up right there. Y'all hear that? <laughs> that is a grown-up. Quita is telling y'all like really some facts up in here tonight like it when you know better like you said you do better and i think that's what it's all about we really are trying to be better people every day you know because for me y'all when i started this channel it was an outlet like you said for you it's an outlet and it helps me y'all like i struggle i'm not gonna lie i struggle mentally with a lot of stuff and in depression, I'm always, you know, up, down, up, down. And I tell myself, depression is not going to be me. I am strong. I am fearfully, wonderfully made. And all of affirmations don't always help, but you got to, you got to say them. You got to believe it. You got to put it into action. Even if you don't like saying affirmations, you're like, okay, I don't want to say no affirmations. Hold yourself accountable and be intentional with something else. You know, yeah. do something else you like to do. Get up in the mornings. Run, walk, drink some water, sit there and just listen till you breathe. <laughs> no, literally, like just finding those things that make you happy. Yes. I, I posted something on Twitter today and it said that oh it's something like something on the on the level of stepping into the unknown is so beautiful, right? We are afraid to step in the unknown because we don't know what's on the opposite side of the unknown. But a lot of times once we step in and go head first it will blossom into something beautiful, but you'll never know what is going to blossom into or what the possibility of it is. If you just don't do it, like if you just have that, all that resistance and that guard up and you're like, man, I'm scared. I don't know. I never done this before. You're not going to tread those waters, but if you do do it, it can really potentially blossom into things that you would never foresee for yourself. And that's the beautiful part in it. You know, so if it's something that you've never done, you, you don't think you'll like doing, like I work out, I eat very clean. A lot of people around, oh, I can't do that. Well, you don't know until you try it, right. you know, consistency, right. you know, so oh. you, you find what works for you. You know, I, I have learned to really lay off of social media and the internet because it can give you this facade, you know, everyone's on a healing and self, self love journey or just some type of journey. And that's good, but everyone's journey is different. 
people right. are only showing you 10, 15 second clips of what's really going on. And when I say life be life in, life be fucking life in, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to always stand on it. I will, I will tell you how it is. I will disappear. I will isolate. I will do whatever I have to do to get me together. I'll come back and tell you how it sucked. Right. But I'm in a better space now. And I'll, I won't dwell on the negative, right? right. I'm not going to look for a handout. Nope. You know, I'm going to validate my feelings, give myself grace, and I'm going to keep going. Girl, I love it. Why is that so long to connect? Like the vibe is vibing. Like I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I just love this conversation because the way you put everything into perspective about holding yourself accountable, um, that this show was amazing. So I just want to say thank you. I ain't gonna hold you too much longer, but I do if you listen to my show, you know I'm coming with it. What is something that you would tell your 14 year old self if she was right here in front of you today? You know, oh, girl, I always got these long explanations when I ain't going to even give one. But if I was to see my 14-year-old self right now, I would tell my 14-year-old self that I love her because I wasn't told a lot at the time that I was loved. And I would tell her that it doesn't matter what you're going through now. You are going to come out on top of all of this. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, my God. You about <laughs> made me cry. Oh, oh, happy tears, happy tears. Yes, tears. <laughs> what would you tell your 14 year old self if you've seen her right now? Flip that it's back. Okay. It's mm-hmm. okay. I say that all the time in class. Um, they uh, shout out to Lona because this girl in class she kind of snapped me out of my depression. I was in a funk and she could, she could tell. She was like, What's wrong? You're our motivation in class. You have to get it together. And I'm like, Oh, snap. I do got to get it together. But to answer your question, um, it's okay. And the reason I tell myself that now is because you have to be okay. Everything, everything is gonna, you know, go full force. It's gonna be a full circle. So but it's also, it's, it's also okay if it's not. And I think that and, is also important for everybody to know because I think we all a lot of times want to fake it till we make it, and that's okay if that's mm-hmm. how you get down. However, it's okay if it's not okay. It's okay not to be okay. It's, it's okay oh, yeah. not to have all the answers. It's okay to feel shitty once in a while, you know? And I, and I say that to myself all the time, you know? Um, and that's what I mean when I say it's okay. It's okay to feel shitty. It's okay not to be okay. I'm not one of those toxic positivity people because <laughs> this, this, no, hell no. Because this journey is, it's not, it, it really is not, uh riches and roses like everybody thinks like you're gonna go through some battles up and down life life be life and like you said and it really it makes you like appreciate the small things that we take for granted every day yeah we get up we breathing like somebody didn't make it today um your your bills are paid even if you ain't got over ten dollars in your pocket your bills are paid or you got a roof over your head you can talk, you can use your limbs. So I'm always just being gracious for where I'm at right now. And if I could tell my 14 year old self, I would have told her it's okay if you're not okay. And if you are okay and give yourself grace, that's it. And that's what I tell my baby now. So I hope that those words help the audience today. Um, I'm actually, Two random questions, and I'm gonna let you go. I like to have a little fun. Uh, <laughs> to, it's the holiday season, so 
Okay, so are you do if you could say anything on a Thanksgiving table, we're gonna skip Halloween. So if you could say anything that's gonna be on the Thanksgiving table that had to go, you got macaroni and cheese, um, collard greens, and dressing. Which one will go? Dressing. Dressing? You don't like you don't like the dressing and the gravy? I can do with I like it, but I can definitely do without it. Okay. <laughs> I know I get people say that all the time because I don't eat turkey like that either. So Boom. Yeah. I, I, I do, but see the difference between my family is my mom is vegan. So okay. our meals look a little different. Now we have oh, I know I got a vegan cousin. <laughs> yeah, so we have vegan and we have plant-based. We do have those things. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've never been a turkey, a real big turkey or a dressing eater. Um, but yes, so I can I can hold off on that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And the last question, what's your drink of choice for the holidays? Are you drinking eggnog, shot of tequila, or a glass of wine? Gosh, uh, I haven't even had a drink yet, but... I would have to go with my favorite sweet Walters rare wine. Oh, yes. Okay, so if okay. you go to your little your little liquor store, ask them if they have sweet Walters because everyone does not unfortunately cut um carry it. But girl, my you said sweet Walters. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm rare gonna try it. They, they have a lot of flavors, but the red one is my favorite. Okay, okay. I learn something new every day, girl. I'm always up to try something new. So I will be hitting up the wine, total wine, so I can get me some new wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let me know. Let me know what you think of it. Okay. <laughs> but y'all, we're going to sign out tonight. This episode was amazing, y'all. Please go like, share, and subscribe to both of our channels. This is Truth Be Told Podcast and Chronicles of a Virgo Podcast. We are signing out with episode number 66, Accountability. You guys have a good evening. Bubba Boo. <laughs> Yay.